working power, wonderful God, awesome God, great God, marvelous God. Your blood is a wonder working power. God, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord and our Master Jesus, our great God, today we thank you, we bless your holy name, we adore your name, we give you all the praise and we give you all the adoration. We exalt your holy name, O、oh、God, for your wonderful things, your miraculous things, and your wondrous things in our life. We are so appreciative, and we appreciate you today, Lord and our Master. The wonder working power, wonder working power, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Asian of Days. Thank you, Alpha and Omega. Once again, Spirit of God, we thank you. Once again, Spirit of God, we welcome you. I am that I am. We welcome you to our midst today. We thank you, Spirit of God, for giving us another day. We thank you for giving us another opportunity, another great day, another wonderful day, another awesome day in our life today. Today is Tuesday. And today is another day that the Lord has made, the eighth day, the eighth day in the month of March 
and we appreciate God for today. We thank God for our life today. We want to give Him all the adoration. We want to give Him all the praise. We want to lift up His name before the heavens and before the earth. We want to say that He is a great God, an awesome God, a marvelous God, and His mercies endure it forever. It is His doing. It is His doing that has given you and I the opportunity and then the privilege to be part of the living. And、uh, be guarded before、uh, his presence today. So we are appreciating God. We are giving him all the adoration. We are thanking him for our family. We are thanking you, Lord, for our parents. Thanking you, God, for our children, our, our, our marriage. We are thanking you, God, for our relationship. We thank you, God, for the work of our hands. We thank you for our career. We thank you, oh God, for our ministry. We thank you. Oh God, for the hour of Gethsemane on 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 our prayer line here, and Paul being God, we appreciate it today. We thank you, Spirit of God, and、uh, today we have nothing to say. We have nothing to offer than to say that God, with our inner man and with all that is in us, we thank you and we bless you and we appreciate you, Oh God, that you are wonderful God, a great God, a marvelous God in our life. And we will continue to bless your name. We、we'll、continue to adore, adore you, and we will continue to lift up your name on high. Thank you. You are the God that opens every door. You are the God that makes the lame to walk. You are the God who makes the blind eyes see. You are the God who gives me victory. You are the God that opens every door. You are the God that makes the You are the God who makes the blind eyes see. You are the God who gives me victory. And I pray to make
God, awesome God, descend for your glory and descend for your honor. Alpha and Omega, we worship your name. Alpha and Omega, adore your holy name. It's a wonderful thing that you have done in our life today. Giving us life is enough. It is enough. Enough opportunity and privilege that you have given us. We, oh God, appreciate and we adore you so much. For we being a partaker of this particular day and be part of the living. Thank you, Lord. We worship your name and we adore your holy name. Gives us victory, it is you that gives us peace, it is you that gives us joy, it is you that gives us our heart desire. So, we are appreciating you today and we are thanking you once again. 
Lord of God, we welcome you to our midst today on our prayer line here at the hour of Gethsemane. This is where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. The hour of Gethsemane, as we know, is the hour of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you.
I welcome you all today. I welcome you, and I believe all of you, you are doing well, and、uh, you are highly favored. You are warmly welcome, my dear sister. Appreciate it. Very m a h how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. You are welcome. God bless you. Welcome, Deaconess Gloria Chapman, woman of God. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well and your family is doing well. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Mr. Patient Chun Barima, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. You are warmly welcome. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. Are doing very well, and the Spirit of God is keeping you and I. Glory be to God and honor be unto our Lord and our Maker, Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, I'm also fine, I'm blessed, I'm favored, and I am highly honored. God bless you all. The Spirit of God continue to keep you all protected, safe, and secure your family, the work of your hands, your Christian life, your children, your finances. The good Lord will protect you and guard you and save your life and your destiny. God bless you all. By the grace of God, I'm also fine. My dear sister, Bridget, I'm fine. My family is doing well. My wife and my children are doing very well. By the grace of God, I'm so highly honored and highly protected. God bless you all.
smoke with fire. Your voice resounds like thunder. We glorify your name. Alagbada enough, the one with eyes of fire. Your name is full of wonders. Come and manifest yourself. You are the Holy One, dwelling in light so bright. You made the sun and the moon, but you shine brighter than all. As we rejoice and call upon your name, please come and take your place and manifest yourself. some prayer with you right now before we start our segment as I read something from the book of Genesis chapter 40. Genesis chapter 40 is supposed to be from the verse 1 to the verse 14, but I'm going to read only verse 1 and 2. I'll read verse 9 and then I'll read verse 13 and then verse 40 and I'll pray a prayer for you. Genesis chapter 40, the verse number 1 and 2, the Bible says, Some time later, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and put them in the custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the the same prison where Joseph was confined. The Bible says, So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said to him, He said to him, In my dream, I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine was three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and it clusters reaping into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put it in his hand. Verse 12. 
This is what it means, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cup bearer. said with time with time with time with time king called pharaoh was having two servants two major servants in the palace and uh, these two happened to be the chief cup bearer and then the, the chief baker of the palace the chief cup bearer had to be a person who always holds the chief's or the king's cup, the king's cup. In other words, the man in charge of the king's drink and the king's water. It means that any time that the king wants to drink or the king wants to refresh himself, it is this particular servant that is responsible for that refreshment. And the Bible said the other one that is the chief baker who was the man that was in charge of the kitchen who baked the bread and all other foods for the king. The Bible said with time they offended the king and the king threw them into the prisons, my God. And that was the very prison that when the wife of Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar, accused Joseph falsely and the man came and the man did not have time to listen to Joseph but rather hold or head to what the wife said and the Bible said they kept Joseph in the prisons and that was the very prison that these two men that were servant in the palace of King Pharaoh were also threw into and the Bible said it got to a time that Joseph had a relationship with these two, with these two servants of the palace and the Bible so one day Joseph got to realize that their face has changed their expression has changed and the Bible said Joseph began to ask them what is the problem this is not how you used to act this is not how your face used to be and the Bible said these people responded that yes we have a problem and our problem is that in the course of the night when we slept we had a dream but unfortunately my god when we wake up we are not able to decode the meaning of the dream and the bible said and joseph spoke unto them and said somebody i am about to pray a prayer for you maybe today you are frustrated you are confused maybe today you heard a bad news my god you had a dream my god and 
there is some kind of oppression that is some kind of suppression but i came to announce that there is a good news my god god is about telling you a good news my god and the bible said joseph spat and said unto them that speak unto me what you dream about and the bible said the first one the chief cup bearer and the bible said the man said to joseph that in my dream my god i saw a vine the three vines my god immediately i saw a sprout coming from the vine and the bible said immediately as it budded it began to blossom my god and the bible said immediately the, the, the man said i saw the cup that i used to hold and give unto the hand of pharaoh i saw the cup in my hands and i see myself plucking the grapes and i see myself squeezing it into the cup and the bible said, and joseph said unto my god the chief cup bearer that the number three my god means that three days you are going back to the palace three days three days my god three days you are going back to the palace three days within three days father will lift up your head from the prison and restore you back to your position that is the prayer i want to pray for somebody this week the lord will lift up your head and restore you that the lord will lift up your head and restore you my god said within three days pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and you will and you will put pharaoh's cup back kayatush in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cup bearer for somebody right now 
who thinks look as if you have been prisoned, you have been caged. And look as if things are not moving as expected, as you want. I pray for somebody that within three days, may God lift up your head. The Bible said, Joseph said to him that three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you back to your position. I pray. That in the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord lift up your head. May the Lord lift up the head of somebody now. From the prison, from sickness, my God. May God lift up your head from pain. May the Lord lift up your head from affliction. May the Lord lift up your head from, from wrong accusation. And may the Lord restore somebody now. In the name of Jesus, may the heavens restore somebody now. I pray that may the heavens lift up your head. Whatever situation that you are going through, may God lift up your head and may God restore somebody now into a place of greatness in the name of Jesus. Into a place of revival. Into a place of upliftment. Into a place of healing. In the name of Jesus. And the Bible says immediately, my God, within three days, my God, the head of the two cup better was lifted from the prisons and he was restored back onto his position. I pray that today in the name of Jesus whatever position that you lost in the past, whatever glory that you lost in the past may God restore you back in the name of Jesus. May the heavens restore you now in the name of Jesus. Whatever position that you lost in the past, whatever glory that you lost in the past whatever image that you lost in the past. The Bible said within three days, Father will lift up your head and restore you back onto your position as you used to do in the palace. I pray that from today, my God, you are going to be called to the place of greatness. You are going to be called to a place of palace. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord, my God, go before somebody today and lift up your head and lift up your head and restore you, oh God. That glory, may God restore you. That good health, may God restore you. That financial breakthrough may God restore you. That business may God restore you. That marriage may God restore you. That relationship may God restore. Now in the name of Jesus, that broken family may God restore. That broken relationship may God restore. That broken business may God restore. That broken ministry may God restore. Now in the name of Jesus, that broken finances may God restore. I see a divine restoration. I see a supernatural restoration. Be restored now. Be restored now. Be restored now. In the name of Jesus, in your health, may you be restored. In your health, may you be restored. In your career, God, may you be restored. I see a divine restoration now. Be restored unto that place of greatness, unto that image of God, unto that likeness of God. Be restored now. Be restored now. Be restored now. May your soul and your spirit be restored to the image of God. May your body be restored unto the glory of God now. In the mighty name of Jesus.
restoration. Tattoos. Ayatosa Panagadayaha. Joseph told the chief cup bearer that the Lord is speaking to me to tell you that through your dream, the meaning is very simple. Within three days, Father will lift up your head and restore you back onto your position. I pray that whatever position that you have lost, whatever image, whatever glory that you have lost in the past, may the heavens lift up your head and restore you now. In the name of Jesus, somebody you are restored with that glory, that honor, that position, you are restored now in the mighty name of Jesus. Type a big amen. If you can hear me right now, God bless you all. Pastor Andre Jackson, Pastor Andre, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. You are welcome. You are warmly welcome, Pastor Andre Jackson. God bless you. God bless you. I'm so honored and uh, privileged having you on our prayer line here at the hour of Gethsemane. God bless you all. God bless you all. Praise of God, I'm fine. I'm blessed, and I am highly favored. Welcome, me mami adwa, mami adwa, you are welcome, God bless you. Welcome, patient, lai, patient, you are welcome, God bless you. You are also welcome. I welcome you all today and I say may the good Lord bless you and keep you protected and safe. Before the heavens and before the earth, 
mighty name of Jesus. Another prayer, I want to pray for you before we start our segment today. Before we start, there is another prayer, there's a second prayer I want to pray with you, or I want to pray for you before we start our segment today. Before everything, this is a prayer that I want to pray for somebody right now. I want to pray for you before we start is that because Joseph, that's what I have to do with Joseph, because Joseph had nobody to speak for him, because he had nobody available to defend him, he was thrown into the prisons for no offense of him because he was wrongly accused. When I was praying in relation to the chief cupbearer that his head was lifted and restored. The Lord has just dawned in my spirit that the man through which the dream of these people were revealed, the man was thrown into that same prison because he had nobody to speak for him, because he had nobody to defend him, because he had nobody to share his problem or his issue with. And nobody was there for him. So he was thrown into the prisons for a wrong accusation. The prayer, I want to pray for somebody right now. That whatever situation that you are in right now, and whatever situation that is about confronting you, May God appear. May the heavens appear and defend you. May God bring a destiny helper to stand and defend you in the name of Jesus. 
And a lot of innocent people are in the prisons. People are dead. People are going through trauma. People are going through issues, problems because no one was there to defend them because they had no one to speak for them. But I came to talk to somebody and I came to pray for somebody right now. That whatever situation that you will go through, whatever situation that you will encounter on this earth, God will bring someone to speak for you. God will reveal himself unto you. And you will never be wrongly punished for a sin or offense that you committed not. Any wrong accusation, any false accusation leveled against you, either present or about to happen in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for your soul and your spirit. I pray for your body as an image and the likeness of God that may the heavens arise and may your enemy, may your accusers scatter. May wrong accusation not land you in a trouble, in pain, in the preachings, in the name of Jesus Christ. Any fraudulent act that men are planning to impede you into or to put you into by the blood of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, may the awareness turn back unto them in the name of Jesus Christ. May God arise and defend you. May the heavens arise and speak for you. May the angels of God come down and defend you and defend your case. In the name of Jesus. Do you remember the other day the Bible said the high priest Joshua was brought before God and Satan was standing there accusing the man of God for wearing a wrong lining or, 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 or a dirty garment. If God wouldn't have stood and defend Joshua the high priest, he would have been stripped off of his inheritance and his position. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I pray for somebody that you will never be stripped off for or from what belongs to you. Whatever that the Lord, whatever the heavens have assigned or destined for your life. In the name of Jesus, I speak as a servant of God and I pray for every soul that is listening to my voice wherever you are right now. Connected. So far as you can hear my voice with your cell phone at hand or your tablet or laptop, I pray that there be a spiritual connection to wherever you are right now. That may God deliver you from any wrong accusation. May God save you from any trap of the enemy. Those that are planning your downfall. Those that are planning your embarrassment. Those that are planning your shame, may God deliver you. I say, may the heavens deliver you and your family. Those that want your embarrassment, may God embarrass them. May God lift up your head. May God come to your aid and rescue you. You will never be put to shame. This year, you will never be embarrassed. You will never be disappointed. You will never be wrongly punished in the name of Jesus. 
of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God is going before you and clearing the way, making the crooked way straight for you and your family. For you and your and, 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 and the work of your hands, your business, your career, your ministry in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the peace of God, may the oil of God, may the intensity of heavens be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Those that seek your shame and your embarrassment, they will never succeed because the heavens is with you. Because the I am that I am, the ancient of days is with you. The blood that speaketh better thing than that of Abel, the blood is speaking for your soul. The blood is speaking for your spirit. And the blood of Jesus is speaking for your body. So you cannot be touched. You cannot be molested spiritually or physically. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The power of God and the might of God is with you now and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you can hear my voice, just connect by typing an amen right now. God bless you.
shout your praise Who would serve a father like you? Oh, to anywhere you are, you are oh. Why won't I jump and shout Who would love a father like you? Oh, oh yo, yo, chimoba, chimoba, chimoba Once again, I welcome you all. In fact, this song is killing me. It's killing my spirit. This song is doing something in my spirit. I can't、uh, withstand it. I still have to pause and、uh, let's do something today. Yesterday, we we're doing something. I just want us to continue for just a few minutes today. I want us to pray today. I feel like praying. Yes, today I feel like praying. So, today I just want to talk about just a few things right now and then let's have some few minutes and pray before we close. I want us to pray today. Let's pray some few prayers. Let's pray some few prayers right now. But let me just touch a little on what we're doing. We started yesterday, we started last month, and we are continuing this month. The issue of grace or returning to grace. And we、we'll、talk about the grace of God. And we've talked about the grace of God for some time now. Yesterday we continue. Today, let me just add a little and then、uh, let's pray. I want us to pray. I feel like praying. I feel like praying right now. God bless you. So, we've been talking about the types of grace. And yesterday, I made you to understand that while to list this type of grace might make it sound like there are different graces, that is not the case. But I want you to understand that God will lead to us, God will lead to His people. Through grace. And this type or this type simply describes some of the different ways in which God relates to his people. Some of the ways, some of them, or some of the different ways that God relates to his people. Because First Peter chapter 2, chapter 5, verse 10 declares or says that God is the God of all grace. God is the God of all grace. And by the grace of God, 
We have exhausted a lot under the type of grace. We've talked about the actual grace yesterday. We've talked about the common grace last month. We've also talked about the prevenient grace, that is the grace of conviction, the grace that convicts the unbeliever after hearing the word of God to now turn from his wicked ways or his sinful ways into the marvelous light of the gospel of our Lord and Master Jesus. And yesterday we talked about the justifying grace, the justifying grace. And in Romans 3, as we all know, the Bible says, For all have sinned, and we've all fallen short of, the, of God's glory, or of the glory of God. And yesterday, I made us to understand that the word to justify means to be made right with God. To be made right with God in the sense that God created us in his own image after his likeness. But unfortunately, the first Adam failed God. So we lost that privilege. We lost that sonship. We lost that relationship with God. So the second Adam, that is our Lord and Master Jesus, had to come. Had to come. So the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ was to restore that broken relationship. To break that gap between man and God. Or in other words, to draw man back onto the Father. So he came to draw us back onto the Father. And since we are the seed of Adam and sin has become part of us, we need or we have to be made right with God. And that is what we call justification. So we are justified. We are made right with what? With God. We are made right with God. So in Romans chapter 3, the verse 23, the verse 24, the Bible said, in the verse number 24, he said, for being justified freely, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So the, 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 the redemptive work of Jesus Christ or the work of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross to redeem humanity brought about how you and I can be made right with God, in other words, to be justified, to be made right with God. So yesterday I said that our effort cannot make us right with God. Putting all things together to do what is right cannot justify us. Justification is not by works. It is solely the work of Christ on the cross. So if we believe so that is why in Romans, in John in chapter 1, I think verse number 12, the Bible says, As many that received and believed in him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. So as we believe, and as many that receive through faith, we are now made right with God by receiving that title of sonship through the adoption, through the adoption of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Higher up to the highest prevail. You are prevailing.
the name of Jesus. Every sickness we cast you out. Barrenness out now. Every form of oppression let loose. We decree that men begin to burn for Jesus. Cause he has prevailed. You have prevailed. Okay, so yesterday too, we talked about the sanctifying grace. The sanctifying grace. We've been sanctified. So Paul writes in Romans 12 too, that do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we participate in the process of sanctifying by positioning ourselves to receive the grace of God. So we only position ourselves to receive that grace of being sanctified. Mind you that yesterday I said the prevenient grace and the justifying grace enables you to become a Christian. But it is the sanctifying grace that enables you to be a true believer. To be a true believer of Christ. A true follower of Christ. A true ambassador of Christ, it is the grace of sanctifying that makes us pure and holy. We cannot be holy. But God says, I am holy, therefore be holy. But our effort cannot make us holy. So it is the sanctifying grace that is responsible for our holiness with God. So to sanctify means to make one holy. To sanctify is what? Is to make you and I holy. To clean us. In other words, to wash us. To wash all. So the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he is what? A new creation. He is a new creation. Meaning that God has taken away all the old life. The past yesterday I said, God does not remember your past again. So you can be a prostitute. You can be an armed robber. You can be a murderer. But God does not remember. God does not see what you were doing in the past. Or what you did in the past. So the sanctifying grace sanctifies you. It purifies you. It makes you holy. And transform your inner man. They don't call an inner transformation. Your inner man is transformed. Our physical body cannot be transformed. That is why when the man came to Jesus and Jesus said, You have to be born again, he said, Ah, what are you talking about? An old man like me. How will I go back to your mother's my mother's womb and be born again? So the transformation or the change, it is an inner work, or it's an inner transformation. That is done by the grace of God. It is God's, it is God's sanctifying grace that transforms us into the likeness of Christ. I made mention of this yesterday. Today I'm going to talk about only two. Today I'm going to talk about the glorifying grace and then the provisional grace. And we are going to base on the provisional grace to pray. The provisional grace to pray. Through the provisional grace, God provides for all our needs. God provides for all our needs. In, 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 fact, in a mysterious ways, 
in a miraculous ways. So I will come to that. That will be the last thing I'll talk about. And we are going to bait on that to pray. Today we are going to pray. You are welcome, Cynthia. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well. Cynthia, God bless you. And God bless your family and the work of your hands. Let me talk about the glorifying grace. And then I'll talk about the provisional grace. And then we are going to pray. When we talk about being glorified, the glorifying grace. The glorifying grace. Let me read something in the book of Romans written by the Apostle Paul. Chapter 8, verse 30 and up to 32. And we are going to see something there. Verse 30, the Bible said, And those he predestined. Somebody follow this. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. We'll talk about justifying grace. Okay. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him us, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously, graciously, give us all things? So today we are going to pray. Graciously gives us all things. Finally, it is the glorifying grace that enables you to be fully conformed to the image of Christ in the new creation. In the new creation where we have been born again with salvation or with our salvation being held or held in high esteem. It is the, it is the glorifying grace that enables us to fully conform to that image of Christ. So that is why he said that those that he predestined, he also called them. And those that he called, he also justified. We'll talk about the justified. So God already had predestined you and I. That is why yesterday I was saying that today, if you see somebody as a chronic smoker, a chronic drunkard, a, a prostitute, we shouldn't point fingers at them. We shouldn't speak ill about them, but we should continue to pray for them and intercede for them. Because God, or our Lord and Master Jesus, did not come down to this earth for the righteous, but he came for the unrighteous. He came for the sinner. So the purpose of Christ was for the sinner or for the world, the evil world. So the Bible says, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Which word? This evil world. God loved this evil world. So much that his only son. So in the verse number 31, he said, he who did not spare 
his own son, but gave him us, but gave him up for us all. God did not spare, he did not embrace his own son and keep him to himself, but he gave him up to the world to come and carry the whole world's sin on his head. So the reason why Jesus said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabatani, my God, my Lord, why have you forsaken me? Was that at that particular moment, Christ was carrying the sin of the world. Mind you that God loves the sinner, but God hates sin. God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. And Christ has no sin. Christ had no sin, but he was carrying the sin of the world. Christ had no sin, but was carrying the sin of the world. So at that particular time, because God, because God hates sin, and God doesn't want to see sin, and, and, and see Christ carrying the sin of this world, God was silent. And Jesus said, why have you forsaken me? God had not forsaken him, but it was because he was carrying the sin of the world. And mind you that that was the purpose. That was the plan. That was the mission. That was the reason why he came down to this earth. So he had to go through it. And he has to make sure that he presented his own blood at the mercy seat. He had to make sure that he sacrificed his own blood. The blood of atonement and atone for the sin of this world. For you and I to be glorified. So we are predestined by God. So you think that, oh, somebody preached, something happened to you. That is why you gave your life. God, in the books of God, God knows that at this particular time you will be a believer. You will be a child of God. You will be born again. God knows that at this particular time, I will be preaching. I will be a militant of our Lord and Master Jesus, speaking the gospel of our Lord Jesus all over the world. God knows. God is aware. God is aware, my sister. God is aware, my brother, who is listening to me today. Because he predestined you. Before you were born, he knows. That is why he told Jeremiah. That even before you were formed in the womb of your mother, I knew you. I knew you and I called you to be a prophet. So whether you like it or not, before you were born, before you were predestined, you are called to be a prophet. So you can come down to this earth and do all what you, all, all what you want to do. You can fornicate, you can chase all the women, you can drink all the drinks, you, you, you can smoke all the, 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 the hands and all the heads. But at the end of the day, you are predestined for a mission and that mission has to be accomplished. So, in the Roman, the Bible said, those he predestined, he called. Because he has predestined our life, now he has called us to glorify us. He has now called us to be his sons and his daughters. And those that he has called, because he has called us, he has glorified us. Because he has called us, he has justified us. You see, if we're a child of God, if we're a Christian, 
Make sure that this, if you want to understand grace and the work of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ, make sure that you read the whole book of Romans. The book of Romans and the book of John. The book of John and the book of Romans. If you want to know about Jesus, if you want to know about the grace of God, and you see, this particular verse, the chapter 8, verse 30 and 32, 32, it's really expansiate and put a clear light on how God communicate to his people through the grace of God. You see, he started with what? Being predestined. From predestined, he called us. And after calling us, he justified us. So when God calls you, he justifies you. He makes you right with him. Being justified means being made right with God. And after being justified, then he now glorifies us. He now makes us to fully conform to the image of God. To fully conform to the likeness of God. So when we are talking about the glorifying grace, we are talking about the grace that enable you and I to fully conform to that image. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, when God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. And the Bible said, in the image and the likeness of God, he created man and woman. So we are the image and the likeness of God. But because the first Adam broke that covenant, we had to be restored back into that image through grace. Through what? The grace of God. So he predestined our life. He called us. And he has justified us. And after we've been justified, we made right with God. Now he has glorified us. And makes us to fully conform to his image. God bless you. Let me talk about the last thing and then let's pray. Let's talk about the last thing. That one will just take a few minutes and then we'll pray right now. God bless you, Pastor Andrea. God bless you for the gift. Good job. Thank you. God bless you. I'm so grateful. I'm always happy when I'm preaching. I have great women of God and men of God in our midst. God bless you, Pastor Andrea Jackson. Tell 
God bless you. Let's look at our second thing and our last thing for today. Another way that God relates to his people, as we are still under our sub team, the type of grace, is what we call the provision grace or the provisional grace. The provision grace or the provisional grace. Through God's grace of provision, or through His provisional grace, God provides for all our needs. God provides for all our needs. Whenever we go to God, With a need, with a pressing need, with something, after the prayer, what happened next? It is our it is our anticipation that immediately we receive a result, or the next day, or the next month, or the next year we receive a result. But. In the book of James, let me read something in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 17, says, Every good, every good, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. So after we've prayed, after we've laid our request, Before the heavens, with our faith intact, to receive an answer, it is the grace of God that brings, or it is the grace of God that provides the result or the answer for our needs. When you get a better job, or Unexpected gift counted as a grace from God. Unexpectedly, a miracle. Unexpectedly, a dream coming through situation. 
It is the grace of God. So, the provision grace transforms our understanding of material provisions so that we see ourselves as stewards of things that God has given us. You see, when we begin to experience that grace, when we begin to attribute all that God is doing for us, all that the Lord has done for us, to God, now we tend to be a steward or the stewards of what God has given unto us. That is where you begin to understand that the job you have today is by the grace of God. Your husband, your wife, your marriage, your children is by the grace of God. So you are taking good care of the children, your marriage, your husband, your wife, your job as a caretaker. Because it is the Lord that has given unto you. You see, when you were steward, it means that there is a master that has entrusted something unto you and you are there to be a caretaker of that particular thing. That is a steward. So the provisional grace positioned us at that place of stewards, knowing that all what the Lord has provided for us is through the grace of God, not because of our experience, not because of our knowledge, not because of our wisdom, not because of what we can do or what we cannot do. But it is the doing of the Lord. There is something or there is a passage in 1 Kings chapter 17. The verse 1 coming down. But I read the verse 2 to the verse 6. And that is what we are going to use to pray today. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Carith, that is, before Jordan. Verse 4. And, and it shall be that thou shalt drink from the brook. And I have commanded the raven to feed thee there. Underline that for me. Or get this in your mind for me. Bible said. And I have commanded the ravens. The ravens. To feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelled by the brook carried. That is before the Jordan. Verse 6. And the raven brought him bread and, fre- and, what? And, and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook, my God. Love, yeah. Make with 
The Bible says a time came and a king was called Ahab. And this king had a wife who was a Haitian. And the Bible said the wife of this king was Jezebel. And this woman brought a foreign god, a foreign god to the land. And the Bible said all the prophets, all the men of God were persecuted. And most of them were killed. By this wicked woman called Jezebel and the husband Ahab. And the Bible said one of the prophets that was one of the major prophets at that particular time became a target to the king Ahab and the wife Jezebel. And they were planning and doing all they could and can to prematurely assassinate or to kill this prophet as well. And the Bible said one day the spirit of the Lord, the word of the Lord came unto him saying, get thee hence. The Bible said the word of the Lord came, my God, unto the prophet that get out of this particular town and go into the eastward, my God, and hide yourself there in a brook, in a cave. Go and hide yourself before the Jordan in what? In a cave. And it shall be that thou shall drink from the brook. Because God said, as I'm sending you into the desert, he will go into the desert. And in the desert, it's difficult to get water. It's difficult to get food in the desert. So God said, I am the God of all supply. I am the God of all our provision. We are talking about the provisional grace or the grace of provision, the grace of supply. So God said, go to the desert, go to the brook, go into what they came. For I, the Lord, have prepared a brook, have prepared a place where you can get water to drink every day in, day out. And God also added that, and I have commanded the raven to feed thee there. God said, I have commanded a raven, a bird, a raven, a bird. There was a time I was studying this and I was reading about a raven, the bird raven. That are they a submissive bird? Are they that loving bird? Are they a pet? Like that of dove, where man or human can relate well with them. And I got to understand that no, they had none of those characteristics, they have none of those features, but they are greedy birds. And God can cause a bird to supply food for the man of God in the cave. So, when you read the verse number 6, the Bible says, And the raven brought bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook, the provisional grace. So, in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse number 19, the Bible says, But my God shall supply. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. 
Our God, my God, shall supply all your need, not your want. We are talking about the God of provision. Provision, He provides. So, whatever that you are praying for today, whatever you are looking for, whatever that is your prayer request, Bible said, My God shall supply your need according to His riches, according to the riches of God. So, if God could provide food for the man of God in the wilderness through a bed, it means that God can do beyond your understanding. I am praying for somebody right now that in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever situation that you are going through, what Whatever insufficiency that you are going through, whatever prayer required that you are put before the heavens, may God bring an answer now. May God bring a result unto somebody in the name of Jesus. If God could cause a bed to provide, I pray that may God cause men to provide unto you. I say, may God cause an angel, Palatus, to provide for somebody in need of a particular Maracatus, of a particular thing. I pray. That may the heaven cause your destiny helpers. May the heaven cause men from nowhere to provide for you now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, But my God shall supply all your need according to the riches. May God supply all your need in this month of March 2022. Whatever that is your need, whatever that is your supplication, whatever that is your request that you have placed before the heavens, I declare from the throne room of grace, Palatusha Palakata, that may the heaven bring a divine result. May there be a supernatural supply. May there be a divine supply for somebody now in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are crying, maybe you are weeping, maybe you are hiding because you think there is no solution to the problem. Because you think, hey, Barakatusha, men, Marakatusha, have disappointed you in the past. So no man can stand in the guard for you. But I pray for somebody now that God is bringing a provision. I say God is bringing a divine provision. God is bringing a supernatural provision. If you can hear me now, I want you to touch your phone and say thank you Jesus. I want you to touch your phone and say amen. As I pray that God is bringing a divine provision. God is bringing a divine provision. God is bringing a supernatural provision. Now, I see a divine supply. If a bird could supply a food to the man of God, I pray for somebody that may God supply your need. May God supply your food. May God supply you with good job. May God supply you with that marriage. May God supply you with children. May God supply you with healing. May God supply you with financial increase. Now, in the name of Jesus, those documents, those papers, may God supply now. Those traveling documents, may God supply now, in the name of Jesus, I see the heavens supplying. If a bad called raven could provide food for the prophet Elijah in the, in the cave, may God provide for you now. May the heavens provide for you now. May the I am that I am provide for you now. In the name of Jesus, you will not lack because the Bible said our God will supply according to the riches in the heavens, according to the riches in the glory of our Lord and Master Jesus, our Lord, the Bible said, hey, silver and gold belongs to him. Silver and gold belongs to him. May God provide a ministerial door. May God provide 
a job opportunity may god provide a financial opportunity may god provide a marital opportunity a marital door for somebody now may god provide a traveling door unto somebody now may god provide healing unto somebody now may god provide healing unto your system now in the mighty name of jesus i am praying for somebody that may god supply according to the riches in the glory of our Lord and our Master Jesus. The God of provision. A God of provision. To Skyapa. This is what we call the grace of God through what a provision, my God. Bed, a bed. You see, if I, the mystery is that where was the bed getting food? Because the Bible said there was famine all over the land. There was famine. There was no food. People were, 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 in fact, were hungry, finding it difficult to get food. But where was the bed getting the food, the bread? In fact, a fresh bread, a hot bread with a flesh or fish, with a fish or with a meat. Where was the bed getting those food for the man of God? Provision. Somebody type provision. Somebody say divine provision. Somebody say divine provision. Katush.
Shata. Somebody say, God. Provide for me now. Provide for me now. Financial provision. God provide for me now. He will supply our need. He will supply your need, not your want, but he will supply your need, my God. He said, my God will supply, Padagadasa, all your need according to his riches in the glory by Jesus Christ. Provide food for Elijah in the wilderness. In, in, in the cave, if the bed could provide food for Elijah, wherever you are right now, Kayata, distance is not a barrier. God is bringing a divine provision for you right now. God is bringing your angel, my God, wherever you are. I say, God is bringing your destiny helper, your ministerial helper. God is bringing them now, Parakatusha. Your marital partner, God is bringing them now. God is providing, my God, according to the riches, according to his riches. In the glory of our Lord and Master Jesus, may God provide your need. May God provide all your prayer requests. Every any prophetic word upon your head, upon your life, I declare that may there be a divine provision. May there be a supernatural supply. Somebody says supernatural supply. Somebody says supernatural supply. Supernatural supply. God will supply according to his riches. And the Bible says silver and gold is the Lord. God is rich in all. He is able and capable of providing beyond your understanding. Heaven provide for somebody right now as I pray. Somebody, I say, may God provide. May heaven surprise you. May God shock you this week. They say, this week, may good news visit your abode. This week, may good news visit your life. What you want the Lord, the Lord to supply to, to, to supply or to provide for you this week? We are talking about this week. What I don't know what you want the Lord to supply for you, but the Bible said in the cave the man of God had a supply. We are praying, we are lifting up a cry right now, wherever you are, as we do always. Just be tapping your feet and be tapping your hands and be nodding your head and be connecting with your spirit right now, wherever you are. It doesn't matter wherever you find yourself, we are praying, we are lifting up a cry right now that may the heaven supply. Maybe your own is a financial supply that you want. Maybe your own is a marital one. Maybe your own is a, it's a traveling document, my God. Maybe your own is a material breakthrough. Maybe your own is a job of opportunity. We are praying this prayer right now within 10 minutes, my God, that in the name of Jesus, God may you supply according to your riches in glory of our Lord and Master Jesus, if you will you, if you use a raven to 
supply a raven to provide for the man of God in the cave. Then God caused my destiny helpers. Then God caused my angels to come to my aid and to help me now. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, somebody now. In the mighty name of Jesus.
the man of God was in the cave. The prophet of God was in the cave. And the Bible said daily, daily, in the morning, the raven will supply food to the man of God. And in the evening, the raven will supply a fresh bread. Kayata. A fresh white bread to the man of God. Meanwhile, there was famine all over the land. Meanwhile, people were finding difficult, even those in the cities, those in the town were finding difficult to get food. But God provided for the man of God, the grace of provision. Somebody say the grace of provision. Somebody say the grace of provision. It is visiting your abode now. Kayatu shabala gada da da da. Hete breche pedegede branta ya da da ha. Branta ya da da. The grace of provision, the grace of provision. The man of God was provided. We are lifting up another, another cry right now. The same prayer point. The same prayer point we are lifting up a cry. Wherever you are right now, you are welcome, Obapa Rusmon. Wherever we are lifting up a cry, the grace of provision. Say, God, let the grace of provision speak for me now. The grace of provision speak for me now. The Bible said that our Lord will supply. According to the riches in, in, in glory of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we saw that the Bible said that every perfect and good gift, every good and perfect gift is from above. Every good marriage is from above. Every good business is from above. Every good ministerial breakthrough is from above. So we are praying that God, Hayatabaha, Liko Sapadaha, the grace of provision. Let the grace of provision speak for me now. And when the grace of provision speaks for you, my God, God will use Hayataparanta. God will cause men from nowhere to help you. If God could cause a bed to supply, then God is causing an angel to supply for you. God is causing your destiny helper to supply. Say, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this week, oh God, let the grace of provision, let the grace of supply speak for me. May I be supplied. May you cause my destiny helpers to supply for me financially may I receive a divine supply maritally may I receive a divine supply ministerially may I receive a divine supply in my travel my God document and papers divine supply or divine provision now in the name of Jesus lift up your voice somebody now divine provision divine provision Jesus in my life, living for glory, I am a fire every day. 
the heavens will supply your need this week. Whatever that is your need this week, my God, the Lord will supply. The Lord will supply. The Lord will supply. I see a divine provision from nowhere. It will blow your mind. It will blow your mind. It will shock the family. It will shock your friends. Chapter 17, the verse number 6. The Bible said, And the raven brought him bread and fresh. The fresh there means fish or a meat, my God. In the morning, and bread and fresh in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And he drank from the brook. There was no water, there was famine. There was no rainfall. A dry season, but in the desert, the Lord provide water through the brook for the prophet Elijah. Kayatush, the grace of provision. What do you say? The grace of provision. The Lord will provide for you. He will provide. He said, "I will supply." The Lord will supply. The Lord will provide. Bring kings and great men to come to your aid in the name of Jesus. The heavens will provide an aid for your destiny and for your ministry. In marriage or in your relationship, God will provide. You are praying for a wife, you are praying for a husband, oh my God. I will provide, I will provide, I will supply. In a supernatural provision. Grace or provision. That's why the time for our first session is up. The time for our first session is up. Within 10 seconds, this uh, session is going to close. But I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So let's all come back and let me pray for you.